Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fix the World podcast with me, Sam Avery, and my good friend, Katie Tracy. Bonjour, welcome, bienvenue. We are here for everybody of all persuasions, of all languages, and we've got a great show coming up today. We've got Little Fixes, where we'll be making the world a slightly better place. Always trying, always trying. Our, our modus operandi. That's right. If Latin, that, that guys, it, Latin. It, look at all the languages coming at you. We don't dumb down here on Fix the World. No, we, we are highbrow entertainment. Highbrow. For your highbrow listening pleasure. Yes. Uh, we'll also have some listener feedback a little bit later on. Because listeners, we have got them. Hey. Yeah. And if you're just listening, you can watch this on YouTube on Glorious 4K Video. So get on our YouTube channel, Fix the Whale Podcast. Please enjoy on. the majesty of my paws. <laughs> they are looking fantastic today. Indeed. Um, what have you? Have you got a beauty regimen? Have you got? Oh, like, have, have I got, got a beauty regimen? What? What? Like, how does it? Is it? Dear God, are you strict with it? Or as, yeah, I'm, as I, a man, well, I don't really. I, I see what my wife does, and it's kind yeah. of like. I don't really pay much and attention. Never, and some people do, and that's fine by but that whatever you want to do. I never go to bed with my makeup on, ever. Is that bad? Is that meant to be really bad? Well, it's just going up to bed with like a dirty <laughs> face, really. <laughs> but I just I never have. Um but still, you know, still get the odd spot, whatever. Yeah. I've got a big spot coming through on my nose. Oh just there. Isn't it weird how you always get a spot in the same place every time? I always get a spot like a little tiny one there all yeah. the time. It's just on your nose is the worst place, isn't it? Because you just look Dead like visible. A, you look like a clown who's not trying mm. hard enough. So yeah, I have I have I have a beauty regime. Good I have soap and water, bit of moisturizer. Yeah, I've just got a chamois for the first time yeah. in a long time. A little chamois. Is it a chamois? Am I using that right? What's the chamois? Yeah, chamois. Chamois leather. Like a thing that you wash your face with. Face well, with? a chamois is um, an, what you would clean windows with. Oh, it's not a chamois. It's not a chamois. <laughs> It's a, oh, I don't know what it is. It's like a, a scrubber thing that you scrub your face with. I don't really know. Oh, brilliant. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think I'm being abused. <laughs> but anyway, I'm feeling good and I'm losing the skin on my nose. Yeah. Because I'm using the wrong products. Um, Next week, it'll just be a skull. I just. A <laughs> skull. I look like an, an evil villain. Yeah. Skeletor. But uh, have you had a nice weekend? It's been sound. Has it been good? It's been good. Um, we're patiently waiting for our, our grandchild to come along. It's um, exciting, isn't will it? not make an appearance. No. Um, so hopefully um, that's going to happen on Wednesday. That's exciting. Yeah, it's it's Monday tonight, just for uh, yeah. context. We record this on a Monday, folks. Yeah, we record it on a Monday because, you know, we've got lives. We're very busy. You know, we're very, uh, we've got high living showbiz I lifestyles. Lot, I have a lot of sitting to do. I've got a lot of wagon wheels to get through. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of food in our house at the moment. Well, what did you do at the weekend? Well, Tell we, everyone. Yeah, we had our uh, boys, we twin boys. It was the seventh birthday last week, so we had a party for them on, on Sunday. Seven. And, yeah, seven. And I know, kept shouting that. Did you? They don't get the reference, no. and they were just getting quite annoyed by mm. it. Uh, one, one, one for the mums and dads, that. It was, yeah, yeah. Hopefully the, those listening will appreciate that. Proper dad joke. Seven. Uh, but the, so we had the party and we just had a little church all made loads of food so we just bought loads of bread loads of cheese loads of ham and I had to make all these sandwiches and I reckon I could I I could make my own sandwich shop because I made these cheese sandwiches with this cheap oldie cheese that is absolutely it was so tasty mm. I don't know if it's the way I was cutting it or the, the chunks I was putting on I was putting some serious like was it the love chunks that, was it the love you want so did you slice it or did you grate it sliced it should have grated it. Mm, I know, it gets everywhere, grated cheese. Yeah. So, grated cheese and seven-year-old hands are not a match made in heaven. Not at all. So I sliced it. Which and having it in a hole was a good move because having a kid's party in your own house, that's an amateur move. That is an absolute suicide. No one ever leaves. No, they don't. You can put an end time on the on the party invite, but people don't people pay don't, attention People to that. don't follow that. Whereas when you're in a, a church hall... Or a soft play. Soft plays were the best. At the end of a soft play, if you've hired it for a birthday party, it literally comes on the tannoy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're here for the Avery party, it's now yeah, finished, Yeah, no, please. it's like Channel 5, can't pay, take it away. Yeah. Bailiff, bailiffs come in and just get the kids under their arms <laughs> and walk out with them. Them soft play areas are horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I don't mind them now. Ugh. The kids are a bit older and we don't really go there that often. I went to one the other week for me, me mate's little girl's birthday and they packed it so tightly with so many parties. <laughs> and it was like the Cali jungle in there, to be honest it with you. Yeah, it was vile. Yeah, the little crawl spaces with all the fluids sticking to your elbows. And it was called Jungle Fun, but it I've was on there. the top of a car park in Belle Vale. <laughs> yes, I've been that, there. 
call it something more like um, fitting, like you know, <laughs> urban filth. Yeah. Yeah. We depressing unit <laughs> in primary colours. Suicide hotspot. And then in the middle of the party, they go, "Can this such and such party come over to the bridge?" Like <laughs> it's a magical kingdom. It's a little tiny bridge. And then they stood there and they played um, a song by Ellie Goulding. And it was just not appropriate. And it was like, or oh, Jason Derulo. And I just can't pull myself. Oh, and you're like, why are they playing closer in a seven-year-old's party yeah. while they all stand on the bridge and get cake? It's not appropriate. Something I- a bit more appropriate would have been. But anyway, I hated it in there. It's- and it was hot and sticky. Nobody was happy. No. Nobody enjoyed themselves. Sta- staff don't look happy, do they? No. Staff look like they're, they're on community service in those places. They look like they've just been sold to work there against their will. We had a subscription for that place when the kids were first born. Oh, Every month, so much money went out of our bank accounts. We could go whenever we wanted. And I used to take them on a Monday. And some days, I'd take I'd take them there. And within about, honestly, 12 minutes, I was like, right, come on, we're going. I couldn't I couldn't land. I don't care how neurotic you are with cleaning. There is no way of keeping all of them balls sanitary. <laughs> They are covered in what's it dust, Calpol and Vom. Is, <laughs> is that the YTS's job? Yeah. When you first start, make yeah. the brew, go and wash the balls. Go and wash the balls. Go and make sure those balls are, are like yeah. Oh, I've forgotten clean. which ones. Start again. Start again. <laughs> My wife lost her phone in one of those ball pools once. Oh, no. And it was just like 45 minutes of chaos trying to That's find it. That's an episode of the Crystal Meat. I know we yeah. got it. <laughs> Automatic locking. <laughs> I was trying to phone it. I was like, I was phoning it. She was like, it's it's not on. It's it's not even on vibrate. Who doesn't put the phone on vibrate? You're going, look, look. Oh, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. move on to the industrial zone. Yeah, come on. <laughs> go in the Aztec. Yeah, that the, the most inappropriate song I ever heard at a kid's party was, uh, I think it was a third birthday party and they'd hired some like entertainers to come along and they, they had all these little, not not go-karts, but you know, the little cars that you sit in and pedal like Fred Flintstone. Mm. Loads of them for the kids to just rag around in. But they were putting songs on. And one of the songs was that one, it's like a dance song, but then you hear this really weird voice saying, spread spread your ass like peanut butter. That's like one of the, one of the lines. Amazing. And I just thought that is not appropriate. That's preparing them for the future. That is. That's how you pay the bills. That's how yeah. you pay your fuel bills you in 2022. There's, there's these parties where you, you can have, it's a unicorn party. Oh, and what else is that way? Well, they, they bring like a little pony and um, they stick a, like a, a horn on a its real head. pony? Yeah, oh. and then they give you nail varnish. It's a dead team, like, pony. Oh, and all God. the kids, like, put glitter all over it and, and paint its its hooves with nail varnish and stuff. Oh. And that it's called a unicorn party. Poor pony. I heard the other day now, they have yoga parties for, like, seven years. Oh, that is disgusting. That sounds shit. That sounds bollocks. You know Do what I mean? Down with where's dog? the party bag? Yeah, where's the fucking... Where's the animal man with the owl on his shoulder? Unless a party next door ran in, saw someone doing the downward dog and thought it was a piñata and just started swatting <laughs> it with a stick. That that puncture the end of your yoga thing. We were, at, we were at a kid's party in a hall once and they had um, uh, these people dressed up as Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And at the end, they played Small World after all, what they play in Disney World. And Mickey and Minnie Mouse walked away and went into the, cu- the, the kitchen of the Dunnies Club. And I went, <laughs> I went to me, oh, they've gone to go and have a shit under the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few of those. Uh, the animal man's weird, isn't it? it where like, how is the, that safe? All the pets to you. Yeah. Yeah, we were but looking it, into that. I, but he's I, I there. He lives by my mum's, right, this fella. Well, one of them does. And he's got a pair of kecks and one leg's orange and one leg's red and one leg's yellow. And what you just walk along the street by and he's there just with like a beard of prey on his shoulder, just willing just wandering to go in the post office or <laughs> going for a loaf or whatever. Uh-huh. But um then we were at a christening and um as we left the church, it was another family's christening where I heard this woman go, We've got to go, the animal man's turning up now. And I've seen these animal men and it's like a room full of kids. But like food and, t- and babies. And then they'll go, go, like that with this owl. It'll just swoop around the room. And you think, oh. that owl's big enough to probably fly away with one of these kids. It seems like <laughs> it's not a big issue with health and safety. That'd be a great story in the Liverpool Echo, that mm. wouldn't it? You owl see, like, steals three, baby. A three-year-old with the tarantula on her head going, oh! It's like, <laughs> get the tarantula off my kid's head now. <laughs> We looked into that and then I just, I didn't feel comfortable having a man who looks like a man who puts ferrets down his trousers well, playing with me kids. Exactly. 
There was a, a kid's entertainer who, I, I, I'm going to say this now, he's absolutely amazing. His name's Wavy Davey. I've heard of him. Yeah, he's a bit of a legendary figure around the kind of kids' party scene, of which I am unfortunately tightly woven into at the moment. Because, you know, your kids are a certain age, you go to parties, like, most weekends, someone's having a party. Oh, it's horrible, isn't first it? First time I saw Wavy Davey, I, honest to God, it, it must have been like watching Richard Pryor in the 70s for the first time, because he was like, he was he was doing kids' parties, but on a different level to everyone else. It was amazing. The way he was doing it, the energy he was bringing. And I, I said to one of the other dads, I went, he's amazing, isn't he? And it was a Sunday afternoon, he went, yeah, but this is the third party this weekend I've seen him at, and he does the same stuff at every party. Oh, so he'd like been to jaded yeah. parents going, yeah, if you've seen him make a balloon dog once, you've seen him make yeah, a balloon yeah, dog. that's it. You know the tricks, you know the ad-libs, but he is good. Well, Wavy Davey, if you're out there. If you're out there listening. Pick up yourself. Give us a wave. <laughs> Give us a wavy, Davey. Give us a wave, Dave. It's, mo- it's a good money, being a children's entertainer, though. Yeah, it is, but I don't think I could do it and stay... Same. I'd have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I would. I don't know how people put up at rooms of kids like that. Do you think we should try it one day? Me and you. (laughs) (laughs) Doing a kid's party. Well, this is something we need to lead to because what what, what we haven't done again is explain what Mm. our podcast is about. Yeah. So if you're new to the podcast, what we do every week is we try and fix the world. We do it in a way where we fix certain subjects it's not a tangible fix. It's difficult to way. monitor how successful we've been, really. It's vague. It's a, <laughs> it's a vague. It's more of an idea. It's more of a, a vision. I mean, we're trying to just make the world a little bit better. And if it's just making your world a little bit better while you're, while you're listening, that's that's good enough for us. And if by us pretending to be children's entertainers, I'm sure, have you got your, what's it called, a DBS? D- I've got my DBS check, yeah. I think I've got mine. I don't think you're allowed to do it unless you have. No. I've seen a few and you go... Mm. Can't just rock up and go, I'll entertain these kids. Let me in. I'm legit. <laughs> I, yeah. Look at me. Do I look like someone who would, uh, you know, so fail anyway, a DBS as, check? As part of our Fix the World ethos, our vision, our, our, our mentality, mm. our goal, we are also we're happy to try things that we've never tried before. Yeah, so this is a new feature and we're, we're going to launch this, aren't we? Which is so a you feature... Yeah, you can't of, go around trying to fix stuff no. without... Getting, you've got to get balls deep. <laughs> you can't mess around by the, the by the edges. You've got to get stuck in, haven't you? You've got to have an open mind. So basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be trying new stuff out. And the name of the feature is going to be called... Sam and Kate Try Stuff. Sam and Kate Try Stuff. And it may not be stuff that's new. It may be stuff that's been around for moons. Like, for instance, Sam, what do you want to try? Okay, so uh, I would like to try using for the first time a b-day b-day guys because i've never tried a b-day and we talked about it a few episodes ago and uh, i am intrigued at you're what missing out must... it's a beautiful experience I, I don't know how it's gonna feel i don't know how it's gonna look you'll never look back well you gotta look back while you you're doing look it back, yeah every <laughs> <bit of> the <laughs> so um that's gonna be the next well, that's going to be the first thing we're going to try. And after that, we're going to do crystal meth, aren't we? But that's for a different yeah, episode. Yeah, that's going to be a good episode. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Be, that's one you don't want to miss on YouTube because we're going to look absolutely cranked up. Yeah. But so I'm going to try a B-Day um, for the first time. going to live stream it. Stream, eh? Yes, eh? yes. And I'll report back on that. It won't be next week. It'll be the week after that we'll we'll, we'll hear my full report on using a B-Day. But um, first of all, I need to locate a B-Day. Are we day. not recording next week? Um, well, this will go out... This this is the first episode that'll go out. This is this <laughs> Sorry, is admin stuff we Logistics. could. This is admin stuff we could do off air. Yeah, we could. But um But we involve you in our process because <laughs> we're, we're all friends here. So um I need to find a B day and I need to find a place that's suitable for me to probably record it using so a B day. Guys, anybody know where there is a communal B day that <laughs> the where people wouldn't have a problem with someone recording themselves cleaning their arsehole. Do you own a B-Day? Are you a B-Day uh, connoisseur? Email us. Please, get in touch. Fixthewill999 at gmail.com. Yes. I remembered. Use the subject line whoop, whoop. B-Day. Yeah. <laughs> Happy B-Day, Sam. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs>
B-Day party. Yay! So, um, and also, yeah, I'm going to record it and I'm going to I'm gonna tell you, because I'm, I'm intrigued and I'm excited and... Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what you think. <laughs> I'm excited to see how it feels. Yeah. I'm excited to be, see, hear what noise I make when it's gonna it... It's going to be a lot of fun. First goes in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It doesn't like go all the way in, you know, it's not like... No. No, you don't put the tube inside your bottom. Okay. It just sprays it. Right. I should not, probably it's watch... It's not invasive. It's not an invasive surgery. I mean, I don't know if you want to go on YouTube and type in B-Day, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I, I might do. I just want to get it right. <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. That's uh, Practice makes perfect. Yeah, may, I mean, maybe this will become a regular feature, not Sam and Kate Trice. How do you know you got it wrong? Sam uses a B-Day. Maybe that's the... Skids and your undies. Skitties. <laughs> <laughs> it's fairly easy to know when you've got it wrong, isn't it? So when you try it live each time... <laughs> <laughs> How do you think it did, guys? <laughs> I should probably also, yeah, not just do it and record it, but at the end of the day, as I'm, you know, getting into my PJs, I should probably kind of, yeah, give an update on on if it was successful or not. Some of our listeners might be sick of us talking about ourselves all the time, but pss, listen, listen, they're like opinions, it? though, aren't they? Arseholes? Everyone's, Everyone's got, got one. Hey. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that, but. Um, yeah, those kids entertainers. I've I've seen some of them, and they seem to. You've got to enjoy the job, haven't you? Because otherwise, you, I don't think you could really just do it. Up as a curmudgeon. No, I saw a guy once. I was in Birmingham, and I was doing a gig, and I had like a couple of hours to kill, so I parked up. <laughs> you just look for a kids' party to. And I just thought, crash. yeah, I just thought, let's earn some extra cash, find some kids, and entertain them. And uh, after I got out of the police cell, the gig was great. Went and bought a child scooter. <laughs> Trolled the social clubs of Birmingham till I saw the christening. Just forced myself in, <laughs> and uh, I got one of those bow ties that goes woo woo woo, spun round, <laughs> and uh, they were begging me to leave. Kids parties are mad. They, they really like stepped up a level. Nobody had kids parties when I was a kid. No, I didn't have kids parties. Yeah. I just had like people around at your house, or oh, that was it, really. Yeah, we didn't really. Went bowling once. Remember when Sam was little? A lot of kids had the birthday party at McDonald's. It's just a really yeah. sad experience. It was. I it lasted that, about 35 minutes. Yeah. It was just rubbish. That was the first time I went to McDonald's for a kid's party. Was it? And I'd never, ever been. And it just, it was like amazing. But, I mean, the food, you didn't get much food. No, I think Sam had a birthday party in, in the baths, the swimming pool. And that was good because they put all inflatables in the baby pool. So yeah. they really, oh, it was uh, really uh, good. Yeah, a lot of floaties. And then uh, another year he had a football party, which was good. Yeah. Because he was only dead little. So it was basically just like... 36-year-old boys just all running around after one ball and not passing it to each other. And then they had crisps and cake afterwards. I mean, that's all you want when you're that age, though, isn't it? I had a chippy. It was a chippy birthday once where I had, like, three friends around and we all went to chippy. My mum and dad made it sound that exciting. But in those days, that was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. We we just got a chippy tea. We had some, like, fizzy pop. and, And everyone went home. Happy. You probably the toast of... Toast of Tinseltown. Toast of McGull. <laughs> and what uh, a bon vivant you were. Oh, God. It was like Elton John's Oscar <laughs> parties. Which uh, which party are you going tonight? I'm going to Sam's Chippy party. But then I remember one year we went bowling for my mate's birthday. There was like a bowling alley that opened the Mega Bowl in Aintree. I hate bowling, you know. Well, it wasn't great. But we went there and the best part, we jumped, <laughs> jumped in my, my, my mate's dad's car. And he had like a, not like a van, but like an estate car. He put all the seats down, so there was no seats to sit on. So there was like six of us in the back of the car, no seat belts, and he just went around loads of the roundabouts there quick, and we were all just <laughs> flying around the car. Amazing. Swatting into each other, and I, I don't think I've Those ever laughed so much. It was so dangerous. Those were the days. So yeah, it was great. Health and safety's ruined everything, hasn't it? Some people like bowling. I've never enjoyed it. I like it if I go twice a year. Any more than that's a mm. bit excessive, isn't it? It's a good idea at the time, and then when you get to like round... It, Seven, you just like, when does this end? <laughs> just start throwing it in the gutter. I couldn't be in a league, like a regular, playing every Tuesday night. Unless I have my own ball. You know those balls they, you can get made? Do they actually, in this country, have bowling leagues? They do, yeah. No, no couple of people like them, like, shirt with, like, the name on the back. Like, yeah, yeah. A phoenix Looks with like a stag coming off his, Oh, God. you just got to get a nickname, haven't you? 
What would your bowling name be? I'd be Sam Fingers Avery. <laughs> that, well, that, that that nickname is, you've used all your life. Well, <laughs> to be honest, my mates used to call me that as a joke because I used to play the bass guitar and that's a very finger-based instrument. Oh, right, okay. But they, they, basically it was a sexual uh, connotation attached to it. But yeah, that was my name. But I'd have my own ball with like something in the middle of it, like, I don't know, like a rose. Oh, you know, yeah. Like Big N on there. Uh, what's that film? The the one about... But what's the Big the Lebowski. No, not The Big Lebowski. The other one with uh, the guy from Ghostbusters in, who's in Grand Dog Day. I've forgotten and his name. Um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray's in it. It's Big N. And he's basically this super duper temping bowler who's goosing all these single women who are like, you know, young mums and stuff. And he's he's got this charity that he set up for young mums. But he's just basically <laughs> doing it to get into them. It's, it's dead funny because he's just a horrible character. Uh, but he's got a bowling ball with a big rose in the middle. Cool. It just looks great. I could just have like a one finger, couldn't I? Just like the Remember, f- what was it called? Phaser? What was that called? Oh, Quasar. Phaser. Star Trek. Quasar, yeah. Set phasers to stun. Yeah. That was stupid, wasn't it? I didn't like that. I didn't like I it. I was shit at it, that's why. It was too dark. Yeah, it was dead and it stank. Yeah. Dry ice. Everyone's sweat. Yeah. No. I just used to find the space, hide and act like a sniper. I just think sometimes with things, just because it works in America, it doesn't necessarily mean it will work in, you know, the UK. Yeah. We've got a it's different set happen. of... I feel like I'm too far away from the mic. Well, we've got a different That's set better. of things that enjoy us. We're, we're, we're more um, real. Yeah. Well, guns are hey. really American, aren't they? We I could, know. We could have, like, instead of fake guns, we could have, like, I don't know, laser-based... We used to have water balloons. They were good. Yeah. yeah. Me and my mate Joanne used to buy water balloons. We'd fill them up in our house, walk around with them in carrier bags, waiting to find people to throw them at. But then we were too much of a shitbag to stro- throw them at other people. So we used to end up throwing them at each other. And then <laughs> going home to either mine or our house to change into dry clothes. Soaking wet. Shit. <laughs> we did stupid stuff like, you know, before trick or treat was a thing. Have I told you the story? We went out one night and we were like, what can we do to trick people? Just the two of us on a freezing cold night. We bought a tube of toothpaste from the shop and then we just went along houses and put the, put closed the toothpaste on like people's gate handles and under the car door opener. So the <laughs> next morning when they went to open the car door, they put the fingers in. They were like, oh, what's that? And it was like toothpaste. And we never ever saw like the payoff. That's it. We just did the setup and was like, we're satisfied with that. That's something quite artistic about that, isn't it? Yeah. It's not about the, the what happens at the end. It's more about we the We were happy to just it. be part of the setup. We've contributed there. Yeah, we had low expectations. <laughs> yeah, I've never been one for practical jokes. I think the, the biggest thing I ever did to someone was when I was about 15. Someone was in everyone's... Someone's mum and dad must have been out and everyone was in this house and me and this other lad, we grabbed everyone's shoes and ran off with them and put them on top of a bus stop where no one could reach them. Oh, when I went in the pub, the, the landlord of the pub, I had these stupid sandals and, he t- and I, I took them off because my feet were hurting and he just got one and lobbed it over the <laughs> roof of the pub. Like on the office? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but can he throw a shoe over a pub? <laughs> that's what I can do. Do you fancy some uh, listener feedback? Always. Always. We, always. We always love hearing the madcap stuff that our, our listeners get back to us. And this week, we've got uh, a couple of comments. One is from David McDonald. And this is relating to... Hi, something. David. Hi, David. Thanks for listening. First time, call a long time listener. <laughs> we were uh, talking last week about camel toe and mm. uh, the effect it has. I'm wondering if there's a male version of camel toe. We were talking about ball bunch. Ball bunch. Um, David McDonald's contributed to that. Very important discussion by saying clutch nuts are a major issue for guys in the summer. Is that where they stick to your leg? Well, I'm, he goes deep. He says, that's when you're driving and you go to press the clutch and your left one goes with the leg and your right one stays where it is. (laughs) Now, I've never heard of this before, but I know what you're talking about when you stick to the leg, but he's talking about sticking to the leg, but then the leg moves. Do you have a problem with clutch nut? (laughs) Clutch nut? There must be some kind of... How could we fix that? Uh, Tighter... uh, Tighter... Underpants? Have you seen them underpants that they advertised and they made it like bamboo or something, no. which sounds uncomfortable. But like... Sounds like they clunk together as you walk. I don't know, because they have um, a stuff, a, a thing for chub rub. So maybe clutch nut could be counteracted by that. Basically, it's just moisturiser there. Just Sorry, right, everyone. Right in there. Yeah, right on your, your inner thigh <laughs> at the top. 
you're not watching on YouTube, you missed you it. You missed out it's on it. An absolutely glorious sight. TV moment. Yeah. I think it'll be on I one of those top All 10 my dignity is now out of the window. <laughs> it's now on the internet. Well, I would say that the, the, what you use for chub rub could be used for clutch nut. Yeah. Clutch nut. Oh, get an automatic car, David. Clutch, exactly, get an automatic car. So I suppose you wouldn't get clutch nut in America, to go back to your previous mm. point, because they uh, often drive automatic. I think, I think, do you think clutch nut's an old man's condition because your balls drop lower as you get older? Is that right? Yeah. Gravity it, takes its toll. Gravity does play a big part in that, but also the hot weather, everything gets you know, longer and bigger. Is a way to, hey, how about if the driver's seat just has a little, like, you know the way a baby's car seat has, like, the little thing with the leg? It's a little ball cradle. Oh. A little cradle to place, like, a little egg, two little egg cups. Yeah. You could put them, put your, place your balls on them, sit down comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed it. Like, individual yeah. holders for your nuts. I'm going to the better way with that idea. Oh, better way. Where are you better way? Why Hi, aren't you dragons. involved? Yeah. Peter, Theo, if you'd like to try this. <laughs> <laughs> Just £50,000 for 10% of my company. Just please pl- pl- press your feet down on them pedals. Uh, are you not still in the bowl? Yeah. See, now you could just have like a little cradle for your balls. Sorry, Deborah, you can't try this one. No, sorry. Only the male dragons. <laughs> what would be the female equivalent of clutch nuts? I don't think there is one. I don't think there is one. If you're getting some kind of clutch nut... If you're getting that as a female, then that, that's that's more of an issue than dangly balls are on a man. that is a, an issue for your GP. Yeah. Probably, well, you know. In the first instance. I love the idea of, like, you could have little mini airbags attached to them as well, couldn't you? Yeah. So if there was a, a, a crash, your nuts are going to be safe. Yeah. Little just, pss, pss, like little balloons. And how they would test that is that they'd have to have crash test tummies with crash test nuts. <laughs> <laughs> little yellow men oh. with little yellow balls. And I would love to watch that in slow <laughs> the motion. The stolen crossbones on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> All the tests, though, you'd have to do to make sure that the balls remain mm. in, in tip-top condition. No, so I think we fixed that, David. So um, Thanks, I'll, David. I'll go off, I'll invent that. That would give me a patent pending. Yeah. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. I think we'll go better way first and then Dragons. By then, you'll be probably it. sitting on your balls, David, so I'm very sorry about that. I mean, that's another way to, to counteract clothes and just sit on them like a, a, a mother yeah. hen. Yeah. Anyway, we've got another... Little comment. bomb cake might do in the meantime. Little, uh, don't start the bomb cake, because people call it different things, don't they, in different parts of the country? Bomb cake, bath, bagel. Yeah. Not bagel. You could call it a nut sack. Nut sack. But it's just a little bean bag to put them on. But you could spell it S-A-C, so it sounds a bit more hip. Yeah, SAC sounds like a, a medical, like... We got an SAC in our <laughs> floor. We got serious clutch. Anyway, David, I hope we've helped, and I'm sorry about your nut, your ball. What, what did we call it? Clutch, uh, clutch nut. nut. I'm clutch also nut. just thinking about your idea. The one thing we might have to, you know, be careful that doesn't happen, and we'll do this in the testing before the, you know, the, the patents yeah, and all that. Yeah, we're not just going to get it out on the shop floor We're not tomorrow. just talking about it. We're serious business people. Is that if the, if the nut sack SAC were so fantastic you would have to make sure the seat belt was also as good because otherwise you might fly out the windscreen but your balls would stay in the nutsack so which would also have problems because your balls would essentially be ripped from your body uh, that will that will be i'm assuming that will be worked out during uh, logistical testing yeah. times and motion studies etc Th- thoughts thoughts much just yeah. thought I'd, you know Bring it up for the minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so our, our next comment is from Carl Balderson. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. Thanks for getting in touch. Now, this is, again, a camel toe. It's been a hot topic. It's a hot topic. In more ways than one. Carl, Carl Balderson, we were asking what's the, the, the male version of camel toe, and he said, male camel toe could be elephant's face, but I think I might be flattering myself there. So, lovely image that you've uh, brought to us there, Carl. Wow, Carl. So, I've, all I can think of now is the big sign as you drive into Chester Zoo. And to me, that is Carl's gonads. So, the ears and, and the trunk is obviously the, the peen. <laughs> so, the ears are the balls and the trunk is the peen. It's the peen. And that's elephant face. And I, I, what what kinds of um, lower body garment, what kinds of keks are you wearing that are to that visible? Like, 
Them, oh. them tight trackies that young lads seem to be wearing now. Oh, yeah, they're too tight. They're too tight, like Ron Hills. Oh, and I also tried on a pair of, like, not skinny jeans, because I know I'm 43 and I don't belong in them, but I tried on, like, sort of the slim fit ones, but I must have picked the wrong ones. Can I just say, give it a whirl. I got oh. a pair of skinny jeans, age 50, and they, they look nice on them. Do they look good? Yeah. Got a great bottom. I don't think I've got a good bum. I've got I've got my dad's ass. It's a slack bum. He's a roofer, so he's yeah, he's, he's up he's, and down. He's isn't got he? a he's got a he's got a great tush. I need to do some squats, or or maybe just work a week with Mick. Yeah, up and down yeah. his ladder. If only just to stand behind him on the ladder and admire his ass. By the sounds <laughs> of it, hey Mick, put them skinny jeans on and get back up that ladder. This please. is where the bomb cakes come back in. Two little bomb cakes <laughs> on the back of your cake. Um, an elephant face is horrible, but. Are you wearing cellophane good. pants? Are they that tight? <laughs> and do you paint your ball sack and your peen grey? Or are they just naturally grey? Elephant face, though. I'll I'll remember that. Elephant face sounds like a Native American mm. name for a child. Yeah. I'm not going to do the accent. I don't know what accent they have. <laughs> but it's going to be offensive, whatever I do. So let me just do... This isn't an endangered species, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call this one elephant fish. <laughs> Go back to the tribe. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they found out that Native Americans actually had Yorkshire accents? Yeah. Because who knows? It wasn't recorded. We don't know, do we? I think that I think that I don't know. Like when the when the travellers, Christopher Columbus, landed and they saw all these Native American tribes coming towards them. Like, get them the fucking bastards. But I mm. Did you watch Chernobyl? No. Because in Chernobyl... I watched it on the news when it happened first oh, time round. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. that old. That was, that was a very realistic depiction, wasn't it? Uh, but the TV show, they, they were all Russian, obviously. They just they just used the Brit- British uh, actors. Like Finchie from The Office. Well, I've seen a lot of this where... Um, so Maureen Lipman, the actress, complained because Helen Mirren is playing Golda Meir in a biopic of Golda Meir, who was the, the Israeli Prime Minister, I think, right. for during a really pivotal time in Israeli history. And what she said is that Helen Mirren shouldn't play a Jew because she's not Jewish. Right. I, I disagree with that. That takes away the whole concept of acting. It is acting, isn't it? Can you only play exactly Can what you are? Can you only are? play a Christian if you're a Christian? Can you only play an atheist if you're an atheist? I don't I don't really get that. I, I think what she what she was referring to is that the life experience required to understand this character, she could have had no way of knowing. But that's what acting is, isn't it? How, how does somebody play a cave woman or, you know... Peter Mayhew. A, you, you can't... Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca, was not a Wookiee. Exactly. He was a man from the south of England. Just happened to be tall. I know. That's ridiculous. Talking of acting, we haven't talked about the Oscars, have we? Oh, no. Um, now, I know people are getting a bit bored of it because it's been done to death, hasn't mm. it? But just what were your thoughts about a comedian getting slapped? First of all, did you think it was legit? And what did you think of like the whole kind of situation? I think everyone's been having a go at Will Smith's wife and taking the piss out of it on loads of award shows and loads of chat shows. Have they before that? Yeah. Right. And so because it's apparently it's common knowledge. They've had this open marriage, but also she was like publicly sleeping with um somebody close to him and it was like oh right so he's been cuckold cuckolded is that cuckolded, how you say it? yeah um but he hasn't because he was on board with it they yeah. were on board with that kind of like to got one of them open managers but it's been like the subject of lots of um jokes and skits and memes and yada 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 and i just think that why why say something before you were in the biggest stage of the world to go i'm sticking up for my wife now yeah everyone's watching and you mark my words it won't be long before Will Smith has a book out about this whole struggle, this whole situation. Do you think it was a real uh, event, though? Do you think, do you think? I think he has took the opportunity to try and go, look, you all think I'm a gobshite. Well, I'm not because I'm not putting up with this. Got yeah, yeah. But he's, he he's, he's put pick- up with worse than what Chris Rock said. Yeah. And hasn't said nothing before that. So, I don't know. I don't particularly care, but I just think you can't just get up and slap someone on stage. You can't slap comedians, because that's what I thought. Because, do you know what? It was only the night before I was in Leeds, and this guy, it had been a lovely gig, and this guy just randomly starts going absolutely crazy at this one bit that I'd said to his dad. And it wasn't even that. His dad shouted something and went, oh, you've had a drink, have you? And that was the comment. And the son stood up and started screaming, shouting in the middle of this gig. So, I, I purposefully 
decided to look at the floor in a kind of comedy way and talk for a bit so that I wasn't kind of egging him on. And then I thought, I probably shouldn't look at the floor because he might be coming towards the stage because he was that angry. And that, that doesn't happen often, does it? Then I looked up, and then the next night, the comedian gets punched in front of the world on stage, and it just, yeah, just made me think, like, you know, pick your battles. Seems like an odd thing, like you say, to kind of go and punch someone for that. Yeah, Could and you? Th- there's also that aspect that if if he really want if he really was going to hit him, he wouldn't have just slapped him like he he, he could have put him on the deck. He could have done it worse than he did it. But it, I feel like it was more about the statement of doing it than actually going you. I'll knock you out. Yeah. Because he knows that could have led to, I but, don't know, police getting involved or yeah. legal action or whatever. But of all the comedians to punch, he's picked the smallest and slightest. Because Chris Rock's tiny. He's dead little and he's dead thin. He's like I a string bean. I think as well, bean. there was a, a, that night, mo- like, there was loads of, um, Things being broken in the Oscars, like uh, uh, the first black, the first woman of colour who was openly queer won an Academy Award. Yeah, that was taken away from her because it it, it ended up being all about and like the, the most women won awards yeah. than any other year. The most people of colour won awards than any other year. There's been more LGBT represent representation than any other year, and none of that was was picked upon mm. because of this one incident. Yeah. And that's a real shame, I think. That's that. That is, yeah, you're right. It's really sad, really sad that that's happened. But uh, I just, um, I just think Will Smith's a prick anyway. It, I mean, it's a bad choice because, like, even if he does have a book out and the book does really well, he's going to probably lose loads of opportunities for massive Hollywood movies for this. But you know, made sh- enough money as it. Sure, it'll and be also, fine. You know what else irritates me, right? And I know the family were on board with this, but this film called King Richard. About Serena and Venus Williams' father, right? Two of the of the most successful, not only female athletes in the world, two of the most successful. I think Serena Williams is the most successful athlete in the world up until maybe like 2020. I don't know if she still is. Mm. But instead of making a film about them, they made the film about their dad, their about dad. the man. The man. Now, when you've ever seen a biopic of anybody who's achieved greatness. Yeah, the parents pushed him. Yeah, the parents support, etc., and so on and so forth. But it's never been about the parents. Mm. So why do they have to make this film about a man? Sorry, didn't they have a mum? Yes, they did. Didn't they have skill and, and determination? And didn't they work really hard to get where they are? Yeah, they did. But yeah, nobody made a film about Serena Williams. No, it's all about the dad. <gasps> Who, who, by the sounds of it, is a very, let's just use air quotes, problematic character, which is a nice way of saying he's a bit of a tit. But, um... It's good to be a pushy... He's basically made a film about a pushy parent. Yeah. I, I am the opposite of that. I just go... Like, my kids went to footy for, like, three weeks, and then one of them said, I don't want to go anymore. I was like, okay, sounds. Let's just stop. <laughs> Could you... Because I didn't know Will Smith was in an open relationship until all this kicked off. Could you theoretically exist in an open relationship? Because I don't think I could. I think I'd get too jealous. That's, I, that's it. Jealousy would just rear its head, wouldn't it? There'd be benefits, wouldn't there? But I also worry that sometimes people say I'm punching above my weight. So I think if I was in an open relationship with my wife, she'd be getting all the good stuff and I'd be struggling. And then, yeah, <laughs> that and then she'd jealousy. go, oh, I don't need you anymore. But what would we talk about over the dinner table? She'd be like, oh, I've had three this week. And I'd be like, oh, no, I've had another dry week. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to report. Yeah. Like a, it's ended up being like a competition. Yeah. And no, not only would he get jealous, I'm also far, far too lazy. <laughs> I, I, I'm i too lazy for one relationship. <laughs> yeah. Can barely turn up for that one. Yeah. I do the bare minimum. You'd have to have rules, wouldn't you? In an op- even if yeah. it's an open relationship, you'd have to have certain ground rules. Yeah. What would your first rule be? No one famous. No. No one from my family. Yeah. No one from our street. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to have a, like a, a perimeter. A geographical. A geographical perimeter. Yeah. No one within a mile radius of this house. No one with the same mile. postcode. But see, that wouldn't work for me because every lad I've been out with has lived near, <laughs> mo- near enough the same postcodes as me because I am, I'm, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I don't care. I never wanted to go out with a lad who would, couldn't just walk around to their house or they couldn't just walk around to mine. What's the point? 
Yeah. Why? And that's why I don't believe in soulmates. Why? Well, yeah, well, why travel when you can just find someone perfectly adequate yeah. within the same I just think if you're, if you're in an open relationship, so you're sleeping with all these other people, what are those other people? Where are they going? Where have they put in their bits? It just it just seems to be a big, massive, <laughs> Excuse horrible, me. Yeah. Where have you been putting your bits before I let you put your bits near my bits? Yeah, there'd just be this horrible, big soup of... Bits. There'd be a lot going on, wouldn't there? Yeah. A lot of uh, lot of danglies and dinglies. I feel like I'd have to try harder as well. As soon as I get in my house, I'm in my pyjamas with my hair straight back. I look like Wayneta. <laughs> and that's how I like to exist. Well, it's not on my own turf. Nothing better, is there? There's nothing better than the moment when you go, that's me done for the day. Yeah. I can officially give up. It's like I- when I've got a gig. I'm like, I'll go, ugh. The worst part of it is, I've got to go and comb my hair. I've got to go and put a bit of makeup. I've got to find something to wear. Like, if I'm like that, doing something that I really love doing, and like, <laughs> I just I just can't be bothered. I can't be, I couldn't be bothered with an open relationship. It'd be a lot of stress, wouldn't it? I reckon I'd probably, yeah, you would you would end up, like, I think I'd take care of myself a bit more because I'd yeah. still be officially kind of I think slightly it'd be on like, the market. I think it'd be like this podcast, though. You know where sometimes I'll go, I might have talked about this before. <laughs> I'd have to go, did I tell you this or was that when I was with Billy? Oh, yeah. You're saying, do that thing I like? No, that was something <laughs> else. Sorry, it's, it's Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> like that, oh, I forgot you take ages. <sighs> <laughs> I forgot you the quick one So yeah, I couldn't do an open relationship I'd feel like if I was Going out with someone else You know, if if Someone else was in an open relationship and I was one of their You know people, Regular choices Would you feel like you were in competition? Yeah, totally Would you, would you try harder? Yeah But that would say a lot about your self esteem That you were happy to, sh- to be that in that No, but I'd say it as a competition I'd be like, I want to win I want to be the best I'd have, like, Rocky montage training. I wouldn't want to win somebody who didn't you, just want me only. You're the best. Whoa. Like no, a I a montage be. of me but sexually you know, improving. When you see, like, uh, Sex and the City and that, and, and in, in America, this whole thing of um, dating. So you you just date. You can go on different dates every night with different people. And then if there's a second date, then you sort of go, oh, okay. And you date various people until one of the people you've been dating goes, would you like to make this exclusive? Oh really? Is why that... why must labels be attached? Why can't you just date one person at a time? Yeah. Get bored of them before you move on to the next person to get bored of. <laughs> Doing it uh, dating different people all the time means you have to get bored of them all at the same rate. Oh god, that'd be exhausting. Oh, going no. on so many dates at the same time. Yeah. That'd be just too much, wouldn't it? Like going on going for meals and like going to bars and like trying to just be <laughs> God, I'm so interested in me. Oh, <sighs> Have I told you about, and I would be like exactly what you just said. I'd be going, oh, right, so one time, and they'd be going, yeah, you told me that on the yeah. last date. Oh, right, sorry, that's just one of me three good yeah, stories. Yeah, your little books, I'm the greatest hit. I'd have, I'd have like a <laughs> little, little like spreadsheet, who had told what, <laughs> who's into which. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think I would be the one who, if I was getting a call from someone who's who's in an open relationship, they're like, oh, I've only got five minutes, who should I call? Oh, Sam's quick. But Sam, that's what Sam, people do now because of, because of like um, social media and all that. People don't have relationships. They just like go phone people up and go come round. Yeah, I feel like I'm, like I missed I missed something out there because that that's not you know that's not what I did back in the day because we didn't have all those dating sites and no apps and that. But also, I think when we, mobile phones came out, it made it more easy for people to go. Oh, I can just phone somebody at half ten at night and a mum won't answer and go, hey, you dirty ass, why are you phoning around house this late for? She's in bed. Normal hour. <laughs> Keep your willy away from that, <laughs> Sheila. Yeah, the way a booty call wasn't a thing, you know, in the 1800s, mm. was it? It'd have to yeah. be a booty letter. You'd have to be feeling <laughs> yeah. horny one night and you're like, get me my quill. And I'll write, write a <laughs> yeah. sexual letter Then you've got to melt a candle to close it. Uh, then you've got to get a pigeon to send... Oh, no. By the time they, they, time they, they just, get it, you finish yeah. yourself off, haven't you? You've, you've hit just, the menopause too late. <laughs> send this forthwith. I am horny. Very, very horny. I'm horny, 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 horny. <laughs> Love, Sam. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, open relationships, dating, it's a young person's game. I wonder if older people, though, date in the way that younger people did because of technology. 
do older people now use stuff like, I'm sure there's websites and apps for older people, like Tinder? Well, I think Tinder's like, it's any age, isn't it? Is it? So you could be an older person, just, you know, divorced, in on your, your 60s. Tinder, you, you pick your parameters on Tinder, so you can pick age, you can pick... Oh, so you, you know, can pick your postcode? You can pick... Be perfect, Like, within, the, within, a, within five miles, I want someone who uses the same chippy as me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bump into them when I'm buying a sausage roll. Someone who has to walk past an off-license to come and visit me. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Fancy a booty call, but can you get some Lambrini as well? Get some wine on your way. I don't pass an off op- an off license. Um, your Tinder profile says that you do. Yes, technology says otherwise. You're <laughs> lying, bastard. I just wonder if older people, you know, if you just like recently widowed or divorced or whatever, you know, you're a different situation in your sixties, and you think, okay, I'm, I'm I'm through whatever process of being through grieving or getting over it. I'm gonna start dating again and get back dating. in the game. But you're thinking, I'm gonna date. You know, it must be like, oh, it's scary because like when I was dating, it was like you know, you meet someone and then you get engaged and blah blah blah. Now it's just like swipe right, cock. Yeah. Just well, it cuts out the middleman, cuts out all the shit, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, maybe there's something for it. There must be people, That's people what you're it. looking for, then. That's fine. I think... I think, cause I think going on dates is just boring. Have you ever been on a date where you've thought within about, you know, three minutes? You can only tell within a couple of minutes. You go, nah, this well, isn't I've, working. I've, most of the time, I've only ever gone out with lads who I've known for quite some time first, so I already know if I like them. That's good. I couldn't go on a date with a stranger and be like, the one time I did go on a date with a lad I didn't know, I'd met him at a party and he'd asked my friend to tell me because I'd gone and I met him and we went out and I ended up pretending to be sick and going to my mate's house and climbing <laughs> over the back wall to my house because I just wanted to get away from him. Um, so that didn't work out well That's, that's not good if, you, if you're climbing walls and no. escaping people. He, but because I said I wasn't well, he was insisting on coming in and making sure it was all right. And I was oh. like, I definitely don't want you to do that. <laughs> so I, I knocked an ambulance. Him, I knocked at my mate's house and my mum went, Diane's not here. And I went, I know, just pretend you're my mum and let me in this house. <laughs> just adopt me, please. <laughs> and then I lived there for 10 years. Yeah. It's a beautiful <laughs> end to a story, isn't it? That's how, that's how I met your mother. <laughs> I've been on loads of bad dates though where I've just thought instantly, I've gone, this is just awful. Like within a minute. I've just gone, oh, God. You know, you've met them drunk, you're both drunk, and you're like, oh, God. And then you sit down and you're like, there's just no... There's n- it's not It's not like a... It's never to do with, like, looking at them and going, oh, I don't fancy them. It's never that. It's just like, you know, that energy. Like yeah, spark. I know what you mean. You can tell instantly if there's just there's not, not in there. And you're like, ah, oh, it's not in here. But then you think, well, I can't leave now, so I'll have a drink. And then you have another drink. And then you, six drinks in, you're going, ah, oh, these are great, because you're pissed. Yeah. And, then, and then six months later, you're buying a house together. <laughs> and you're engaged, and you just go out. Just, where is my wife and family? What if I die here? <laughs> Letting the days go by. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, Rachel, if you're watching, it's over, baby. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, that's uh, that's happened to me a few times. I went out with a girl for about three months once because you just got drunk on the first date and thought, ah, actually, she's all right. Mm. She's all right. That's not a good good way to go. But yeah, I don't know that. It must be so strange to. to I wouldn't be. date again. I wouldn't bother again. No, I just live on my own. Yeah, I would too. I'd get. I'd buy myself like a really, like, friendly monkey. Go on adventures with it. <laughs> Would yeah. I put it in a wheelbarrow and I just travel the length length and breadth of the country. That's your that's your angle, kids entertainer. Me and the monkey. <laughs> it's time it's for wheelbarrow Sam <laughs> and his amazing monkey, who's only bidden four children. <laughs> Sam's been DBS checked, but the monkey still pending. The monkey's still here. The monkey's it's saucy. On, the monkey's on the uh, animal <laughs> offenders register. He once fondled a, a, a goose. Oh well. But it's a great show. You get the chance to come and see. Get a chance. Got Wheel four Bar- stars in Edinburgh, didn't Wheelbarrow it? Salmon is amazing. And performing amazing monkey. monkey. We talked about Champagne Beverly last week, didn't we? We did. We've had quite a lot of uh, feedback about Champagne Beverly. People wanted to people, see more. People want to know about Champagne Beverly. Well, uh, Champagne Beverly may have a sidekick. <laughs> you want to tell us about Champagne Beverly's sidekick? So me, me and my friend Crystal were talking about Champagne Beverly. <laughs> and uh, she said she really loved it. Five pounds for nipple. And then, we, <laughs> and then we were saying about how... Um, we got to talking about champagne and Prosecco and how Prosecco always gives us indigestion because we're that at the time of life. Mm-hmm. And Crystal said I'd have to follow a, a Prosecco with a Rene. We call Rennies <laughs> Rene. It's just a thing. It's stupid. Like a low, a low. 
I said, well, you could make a new cocktail called René Fizz. So that's like a René and a, a glass of Prosecco. And then we decided René Fizz would be another great name for a stripper. It's amazing, isn't it? René Fizz. Is it a male, female stripper? A René Fizz could be a boy, Rene, couldn't he? Uh, my name is René Fizz. My name is René Fizz. I am from Barnsley, but I'm good at accents. <laughs> if you pull my nipples, I will fart. <laughs> <laughs> You cover me in water, I become effervescent. <laughs> <laughs> and if you got hot Don't bed. feed me after midnight. <laughs> I turn into an animal. <laughs> 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 Champagne Rene, isn't he? Be just checking him way. Oh, Champagne <laughs> Rene? Isn't it Rene? Sorry, Rene, Rene Fizz. Fizz. Champagne Beverly. Sorry, Champagne Beverly. I'll fume about this. I don't want. I do not work with <laughs> René Fizz. I, I do not want René Fizz to be DBS checked. I want him to be dangerous. <laughs> I want him to be... Danger is my middle name. <laughs> my name is René Danger Fizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hockey, hockey, hockey. <laughs> so, yeah, we need to work on René. We'll see what's going on with Champagne Beverly at a that, later date. Uh, I, I want to get a 3D printer and make some action figures shall out of these. Hey, should we tell people what else we want to try? Yeah, go on. We've talked about it before, you'll know. Me and Sam are going to get colonics, aren't we? Yeah. We are. I'm, I mean, I'm really into that. Not in the studio. I don't think, have a word, guys. I've got a license for uh, <laughs> colonic. No, but I think they may have a B-day in the new studio, yeah, the way, the way things the way are going things for things are them. going, yeah. Who They'll knows? have a hot tub. They'll have all sorts, but yeah. I don't think that a colonic should be done in a, in a podcast studio. But yeah, we've got... We've got various things we, we want to try, but we also want to hear your suggestions as well, don't we? We want to try um, paddleboarding or, or kayaking, don't we, yeah. in, in the Albert Dock? Yeah. What else? Um, oh, we want to go to that Only Fools Nurses Bar. We want to go to the Only Fools Nurses Bar, yeah. So all these things are coming soon. Coming soon. Guys, I bet you can't wait. Live colonic, <laughs> live on camera. Woo! <laughs> what kind of camera do we use? Do we use one of those ones? Like it's an invasive one use? that goes up your arse now. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Okay, so... The YouTube algorithm might have something to say about that, but um, if I'm going to be Googling how to use a B-Day, then who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, it might have interesting suggestions for us. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> Take us down a rabbit hole of all sorts of proportions. But if you've uh, if you've been watching this on YouTube, just hit the, hit the thumbs up button underneath because it really helps other people find the videos. And uh, if you're watching... Uh, if you're just listening, sorry, on, uh, on on the podcast Do you ever platforms. hit the thumbs up button on people's videos? Do you know what? I don't. I don't. I go, yeah. oh, I can't be asked. I know. But like, it's dead hard to do. I, but, but, it's just literally but, clicking on the thumbs up. It is up. just, that's all you have to do. So, I know this is falling on deaf ears, but for God's sake, just just give us the don't thumbs up. Don't do as we would do. Do you, as we tell you exactly. to. Exactly. And if you've watched all the way to the end, then just, just you know, give little, us a like. Give us a little thumbs Here's a thumbs up for you now, like a physical one. Yeah, you've got to fund our new invention. Yeah. What was it called? It for, was called for nut nut sack. Nut, 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 nut sack. Nut clutch city uh, limits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the t-shirt. Nut yeah, sack. We're just, we're just trying to help. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's becoming a serious problem um, around the world. Nut clutch. Something and is sad, so strong. Know that I can make it. Barry has to drive four <laughs> miles every day with his bollocks. <laughs> one bollock one trapped under his, his thigh. Yeah. So anyway, help us to help you. To help Barry. You swingy bald bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for watching. Thanks, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. We'll see you soon. See you next week. Au revoir. Bye.